Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We wish you all Merry Christmas to Sports Radio Game.com. In the first pew is Mr. Crenshaw, and I'm uh, Mr. Clarkson here on this, sport, on this hey, Christmas man. Eve morning. You just, you, I, I love wrong? it when you get into, you know, some of this stuff here. But you, then it was like I felt like a deacon. I just did. I felt like a deacon wow, man. sitting just, behind the preacher. It's just Christmas. No, man. it was good. I, 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 you, Give love at Christmas. You, you, have, you haven't seen that? That album's been how many years? About 40 years now, but. But you know, give love at Christmas by the Temptations. You get that. You get that little from first to the singing. end. From first to the end, every song, top to bottom. Yep, soup to nuts, the best. Well, as we sit here at top of the hour, we say to you, Good morning, Georgia. Morning, and a happy holidays to you, fine folks. Like I did, East and West Cobb last time. Yeah, you did. South Fulton. South Fulton. Just call. Just cover just all South of it. Fulton. Just, just all of it down below the airport. There you go. The end of the runway down there. All, all that, you folks. All, all, all that all, all that's good now. All you folks. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. You ready? Go ahead. You got some folks that just landed at Hartsfield. They got three hours to lay over here. You got to tell them a restaurant to go to down there in South Fulton. Where are you going to send them? Today? Well, let's pretend they're all open. Oh, what's, oh, oh, what's we're a, what's all open. But if it's today, you know what I'll, I'll send them to today? Yeah. If they haven't been, we, 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 we couldn't go today because it's Sunday. Right, but? I would send them to the uh, the new newly revamped and improved uh, dwarf house. Dwarf house. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I I took somebody down there a couple of months ago, and they were shocked. Really? They could not believe what was available at Chick Fil A. I've still not been there. You're gonna take me about. I'm when not, you want to go? I have not been out there. And by the way, I have driven by the new Krispy Kreme, the Shack Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Right there next to uh, you know Nancy's. There's a player at Florida A&M. He has an NIL deal with Krispy Kreme. Why not? How about that, sports fans? <laughs> there you go. Why not? Uh, again, Sam and Greg, is our guest ready to come on here? You ready? He's always ready. He's ready? Well, he can tell us about a place to go to, too. Why don't you bring him on here? Like, oh, always ready. Chesley! Chesley McNeil. Hey. It's great. Hey. First time we talked to him in a few years where he's not sweating. Yeah, usually we talk to you <laughs> on 4th of July, man. You're up there on the hill right t- there. He got a little towel like, right there, like Piedmont Thompson. Hospital. No, he doesn't worry about it because everybody's stopping by to hug him. <laughs> <laughs> Those sweaty people always want to stop by and talk with you. Chesley, good morning to morning. you. Morning. Happy holidays, morning. buddy. Yeah, Merry Christmas to both of you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, that Temptations uh, album is classic. But, Sam, I thought you were a Jackson 5 man, top to bottom. Well, that's that me. Christmas album. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that one's not that one's nice, but the one that Temptations put out, my goodness, that 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 thing is <laughs> it, it's just the best. Hey, you know, we're looking outside today, and it's good thing Santa's coming tonight to this area. Of course, he's already moving in other parts of the world, but right now he needs some uh, shorts and flip flops by the end of the day, won't he? <laughs> Well, actually, he probably needs some rain gear by the time he gets over to us, just in case. And, you know, 
Santa's always prepared, but we're expecting some rain to move in for Christmas Day, man. It's, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. But it's going to be a beautiful day because it's Christmas Day, right? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. today, <clears throat> we do have the clouds over us now or we'll continue to move into the area. We'll wind up in mostly cloudy skies for much of the day. should be dry if you got to get out, do that last-minute shopping, or go to a restaurant in South Fulton. You know, you, whatever you do. 66 degrees will be the afternoon high temperature. We have the cloudy skies tonight. 54 degrees will be the high. I mean, the low. But, but we're looking at the chance for some isolated showers pushing in after about midnight tonight. So depending on what time Mr. Claus gets around the area, he may need his windshield wipers. Uh, he's got Rudolph, so he'll be able to see through those clouds, uh, maybe some mist, that kind of thing. Then on Christmas Day, you're looking at rain. Now, the rain will be light to moderate through the entire day. At times, it's going to be heavy on you. You're looking at 62 degrees for the high temperature. So uh, it's going to be a, a wet one for us. So if you get that brand-new bike you've been waiting for, you have to wait to ride it. Wow. He took wow. me back, man. How about that? How about that? Back. How about that? That bike I got at Christmas got stolen. Oh, no. Mine did. Oh, 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 yeah, my first 10-speed. Wow. Yeah, my, my, mine was too big for me. I had to grow into it because they, they weren't going to buy me one and then a few months buy me another one. We're going to buy him. He's going to have to grow into this one. Two shoes, two sizes, and, two big pair of shoes. That's, that's it, man. I had to grow into that into that Western Flyer from Western Auto. Spending time on the way. Wave.com Hotline this morning with Chesley McNeil. He is social. You can find him on IG. He's on Instagram. At Chesley yeah, McNeil, yeah, yeah. all lowercase. Yeah. He's got all kind of great things for you there all the time. Uh, Chesley, talk about, you know, the the process and what goes into tracking Santa because that's something that a lot of people watch. Um, a lot of young people kind of prepare themselves for. And it's something that meteorologists, I think, everywhere love to have a little fun with. Oh, absolutely. Now, you know, I've been doing this for over 25 years, and the technology in itself has gotten to be crazy. It's almost ridiculous. When I first started, we just used our regular radar, Right, it was like a blip on the radar. Because of that red nose, it helped us out, and so we could track it that way. But the, that technology is a little bit outdated now because NORAD has gotten involved, and so they're tracking Santa by satellite. We have access to their satellites, and so we can see where he is anywhere in the world. Of course, they have partnered with Santa, and so uh, it's easier now. So if you go to our website, you'll also find, and probably yours as well, you'll probably find a link where you can get to NORAD site where you can track Santa. All across the world, it's crazy, man. I never thought about. Lights. I, I never thought about this, Chesley. But as we've sat and talked about you know, the film industry and other businesses around the world um, that we deal with, is artificial intelligence going to have any effect on how you do yours? Yes, it will. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, not as of yet, but really, we talk about images and you talk about uh, voice, you know, that kind of thing. You, you can almost pull up anything on, on artificial intelligence. Now, what effect it will have, positive or negative, remains to be seen. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about the positive now. I also teach at Kennesaw State University, and so we're really looking at that when it comes to uh, schools, you know, mm-hmm. and, and how students use it in school. And so it's now trying to be embraced and trying to figure out because it's already out. And right. So people are already using it. So we're now trying to embrace it to how we can incorporate it into our everyday living. For you and I, obviously, uh, our cell phones, uh, you ever say anything out loud and you pick up your cell phone and it's right there? Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. listening to us, man. It's, <laughs> it's already there, man. It's taking over, really. So stopping it, uh, I don't think we're going to be able to stop no, it. No, you can't. How do, we, yeah, how, do we, how do we incorporate it really is going to be the key. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic, folks. Spending time with Chesley McNeil on this Christmas Eve of 11 <laughs> Alive. Uh, so glad that he's able to spend some time. You're not working today, are you? No, 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 no. I just happen to be off. Obviously, it's the weekend, so I'm usually off the weekend. So 
Yeah, just enjoying it, man. Getting ready to go to church. Yep, 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 yep. Mm. This morning. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like, you like a deacon, yeah. You know, I know. <laughs> well, usually, usually when, when Sam has one of his songs going on, as a show up here that I just can't describe, nor would I try to. And I just, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. You know, Chester, I never asked you this before. Where else did you do weather around the country? I, I was in Salisbury, Maryland, Dover, Delaware, Richmond, Virginia, Buffalo, New York, and here. All east of the Mississippi and some cold weather states. I mean, there's there's got to be the way you talk about the weather, obviously differently up there. But where was one of the where was one of the more challenging places? When you talk, did you say Buffalo? Buffalo, New York. By because far. I, I know this Ooh, about I know wow. this about Buffalo. Because um, coming from Chicago, people will always think that Chicago was the windiest city in America, and it's not. <laughs> It's not no. and the reason it got that name is because of the big mouth politicians. That's the truth. Right. Thanks. But I found out then, and I don't know if it still is, but Buffalo, New York, is the windiest. Is that still the case? I wouldn't say it's the windiest. Uh, in fact, it wouldn't even be the snowiest. Now they, they receive a lot of snow. Yeah. Like ninety nine inches a year. That's Whoa. the average. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the average. But right down the way is Rochester, New York, which averages a little bit more. In fact, they battle up there. They have a snowball championship. Between Watertown, which is in upstate New York, Rochester, and Buffalo. Right. Sometimes Buffalo wins. Sometimes, a lot of times, Watertown wins. Uh, and sometimes Rochester wins. Really, it depends on which way the wind blows. As a matter so of fact, speak. lake effect snow is uh, really oh, big yeah. up there. And I'm talking about flakes as big as your hand. Right? I've never seen anything like that before in my life when I first got up there. And it's a very narrow band, meaning that it could be snowing on one, it could be snowing on one side of the street and sunny yep. on the other side of the street. Mama, these That's how narrow it is. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Yes. Absolutely. You can walk right into it, Sam. You oh, can my God. walk right into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go around stick it. your hand in there, stick your arm in there, and your hand disappears. Now, that would, that would be something to see. That would be. That oh, yeah, would be something. Chesley McNeil joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. I got to bring you in on something Sam and I were talking earlier because you mentioned it. And it sounded like you, 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 you may do with your time up north, but you, you probably mm-hmm. got acclimated to what's going on up there. Did you have, because I'm with a southern gentleman here. He ain't never spent mm-hmm. no time north of the Mason-Dixon line. So, I, you know, we talk <laughs> about me taking him up to Chicago or northern places. And I asked him if he had any, while he sits down here in the south, any thoughts about doing a winter activity, snowmobiling, skiing, ice skating, things like that? And he yep. ain't have none. He don't want nothing to do with none of that stuff. <laughs> My, <laughs> I said, come on, man. It's why he goes too cold. I go, we can layer you up. What oh, yeah. Was yeah. there an activity that you, you know, you missed doing when, when you were up there, tobogganing, uh, skating, mm. whatever? Did you man, do any of that stuff? Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> I mean, we, we had no choice uh, back then. You know, school was open regardless. Right. Right. So we had to go. We had to go to school. Um, and if, even if you had to walk, but uh, sledding really was for me. You know, sledding is it. Man. Yeah, Going down see? those hills, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sam, you, you a love that, snowball man. Snowball fights. Oh, snowball fights. Fi- please. Snowball fights. Was snowball oh, fights. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam, you would have loved it, man. You would have loved it. It would. It would almost be worth the millions and millions of dollars to bring in snow on top of Stone Mountain so you could get in a sled and go down it. Really? Oh, my gosh, that would be great. That would be the Elon Musk thing, but I would, <laughs> I would be there for that one. Hey, Chesley, you looking forward to tomorrow? You got a big you got a big day with family and friends? Absolutely. Uh, my sons come back home, obviously, uh, and I think they are still at the age of all that uh, magic. They still expect the magic. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling them, you know, you need to get over yourself. But they don't <laughs> yeah. keep coming back, you know. And so, yeah, we're expecting that. Uh, 
My wife's excited. Everybody's excited, man. It's just, it's just that time of year. Your neighbors get excited. Everybody comes together. It, it, I'm looking forward to it. It's always a great time. Fantastic, fantastic. And, uh, you know, and for those who are going to be monitoring Santa tonight, you know, there's a chance for some rain later on going into the morning, right? That's absolutely right. Yeah, rain through the day on Christmas Day. So, again, uh, those skates, Greg, you have to hold them off uh, yeah. until uh, – Quasi Tuesday, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got so busy doing yesterday. I did yard work yesterday. Whoa! It was whoa. it was that wow. warm, man. I went over to a construction site, stole some d- uh, dirt, and brought it back to my house because I got to fill up the little chipmunk holes. Wow! But I do, but I'm I'm going to give you and and I want to apologize publicly to to my wife because we didn't get a chance. She was she was you know back was messed up and we didn't get a chance to do our Christmas tradition. And I told you this. I'm going to tell Chesley this every year. For I don't know how many years we have dialed up. We never, you know, we may not have watched the show, but when Letterman was on, he would always have Darlene Love come on and mm. sing her hit song. And mm. every year that performance got bigger and bigger and bigger. To, you know, they would have, you know, backup singers and all that stuff, but that was his favorite Christmas song, and then she would perform it. And so we watch it every year. Go okay. back and, you know, okay, YouTube yeah. it, and oh, that would be nice. our, Chris, our our kickoff to Christmas, man. Yeah. Nice. So nice. I didn't nice. see it last night, so sometime we got to fit it in here today, but this is my way of, of saying I'm sorry. Well, we're all publicly. doing today because <laughs> the company, there, there several years ago I got a chance to do Christmas Eve show and that night, and Chesley was kind enough to come on and be on with us uh, when we were doing that. And we, have, we have Sunday night football tonight, so we're doing this. Uh, this morning. So, Chesley, we appreciate you spending Absolutely. some time with yeah, us. Not, not a problem, not a problem. Hey, I do have to tell your listeners that next week will turn cold, all right? Even though it's been warm this weekend, <laughs> warm now, we're talking about temperatures, high temperatures in the 40s starting on Thursday Ooh. going into the weekend. So, yeah, some cold air is coming. So, you heard it here first. And if people want to be a part of your class at Kennesaw, uh, what, what class do you teach over there? Environmental science. Come, come learn. Come learn about our environment and how we are messing it up. That's it. From 11 Alive, <laughs> uh, meteorologist Chesley McNeil. Merry Christmas to you, Merry family Christmas, man. Buddy. Merry Christmas, guys. Really appreciate you, man. God bless you. As all always, right. God bless you too, man. We love having that. It's great having him on, man. It really is. And it's not 95 degrees and people, sweaty people running up to hug him. You, you got your story about that. what he just did for you, and I got mine where I took him into. That, well, I'll come back and tell you in a minute. All right. Or later on. Where I walked Chesley in to a, on a, on oh, a yeah. movie set. Yeah. And he was the biggest star on set. I'll tell you why in a little bit. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio. Oh, D-Led is speaking of stars. We got D-Led, D-Led is up next. Sports Whoa. Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9thegame. 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Christmas Eve morning. You know how they say that uh, music will... Take you back. It is, is one of the best memory triggers. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes you back to a certain time. This song, when it when it started playing, took me back to Marshall Fields on State Street being pulled by my mother and grandmother into these stores. Amen. For 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 while they were shopping. You had to go. We, we'd take the L into the city. And I was just being, <laughs> being brought. And of course, you know, being a kid, can we get some of this? Can we get come on, boy? <laughs> and, just, and being snatched mm-hmm. up and then going from Marshall Fields, because it was like a big deal to go downtown, you know. And we would go down there, and then we go from Marshall Fields to Goldblatt's. Wow. And then get back home, and the last stop was Polk Brothers. Polk Brothers. That okay. was the name of the place. So that, that just 
People that grew up in the Chicago area will know those stores, but that's the memory. I don't know about you if you have any, but maybe our guest, too. Yep, maybe we so. welcome his he own. That, that song probably triggered something for him, which you got to ask. Should be our first question as we welcome <laughs> D. Orlando Ledbetter joining us here in this holiday and this Christmas Eve. And I don't know if you heard the song that we were playing, but, you know, when you hear some of these Christmas songs, if not that one, does it take you back to your childhood, the things that you, you know, haven't thought about in years and places around, you know, the Ohio area where you grew up? Yeah, well, you know, it takes me to St. Louis where I was born at. That's Johnny Hathaway. That's where he's from. He's also uh, went to Howard University. So, um, takes me to two spots and, uh, for shopping, it would have been famous, famous bar and sticks, bear and fuller in St. Louis where oh. I was getting uh, dragged around. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> didn't have much of a choice. Didn't have much of a no, choice. Didn't have no choice. Oh no, 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 not at all. And you better, uh, follow, uh, directions also where you got, Hit upside the head with a shoe. In public. In public, too. In public. <laughs> and nobody caught defects or either. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Would not happen. Would not happen. Folks, we're spending time this morning on the Wayfoot.com hotline on this game day Sunday morning, this day, game day Christmas Eve Sunday morning uh, with D. Orlando Ledbetter. Uh, he is social. You can find him on the Twitter, the X, or whatever you're looking for him on these days at D. Orlando AJC. Uh, tell you what, people are going to unwrap gifts here tomorrow. Uh, Falcons fans are hoping to unwrap the gift today in a Falcons win. What are the chances of that, um, considering we're starting a uh, different quarterback this week? Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. This is one of the hottest teams in the league. The Colts have won five of their last six. They're getting back their big uh, elite running back, Johnson Taylor. Uh, the uh, wide receiver is going to be out, Michael Pittman, their top wide receiver. But they uh, also have Josh Downs from North Gwinnett High and North Carolina. Uh, the rookies having a fine season. So this is going to be a tough pull for the Falcons, who have not been playing well and or switching over to uh, Tyler Heineke as the quarterback. Taylor Heineke, sorry about that. But, um, uh, yeah, this uh, – the Falcons are somehow favored, but uh, I haven't seen the latest line. But they, they, they're favored to win. Uh, they've been playing pretty good at home this year, and they absolutely need the victory to, uh, you know, stay in the hunt in the NFC South and in the wild card race. Eli, Sam and I were talking earlier, and I was asking him, it's got to be just maddening to have to answer the same question every week when it comes to this Falcons team is with the amount of talent that's there despite the youth of the quarterback or the backup quarterback, whatever you want to say about Heineke, but with the talent that's there and the skill positions, why are they not being used the way they are? Maybe that's the reason why it's lost. It's just it's a hodgepodge of head-scratching questions. And for it to continue this long, I, 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 I'm, I'm at a loss to try to answer it for people when they ask me. Yeah, well, Greg, when you do some of the things that they've done this year and lose to the teams that they lost to, um, you know, the, the, the question you got to look at is, hey, maybe they weren't as good as we thought they were. If they were, they wouldn't keep losing to the uh, 2 and um, 12 team, 2 and 11 team, a 1 and 12 team, uh, you know, a Minnesota team with a backup quarterback. I mean, so if you are a good team, you don't lose four games like that. So the question now is, hey, maybe they're not as good as we thought they were. Well, and not to think that because they've shown us some things early in the season, and we've seen, still seen flashes of it. Uh, we just haven't been able to see and be consistent. Thoughts about this offense right now, 
Yeah, you got the, a lot of your skill positions and people that you, you know, have made a deal about getting. But your line is not what it was this time last year. Yeah, you, you've taken on some injuries. And, yeah, Sam, you're right. We've seen it in spurts. We've seen them come back in fourth quarters. We've seen them start off well. But we haven't seen them play a whole game. And so, uh, and, and uh, what were we here, uh, 14 games in, we should have seen that by now. So, um, th- that means they're not capable of it because they would have done it by now. So, what you do then is just try to play to your strengths and do the things you can do pretty good. Um, you know, and that that's pretty much been get the ball to Bijan and Johnny Smith. Kyle Pitts is not, you know, he was seen loafing on the interception last week. You know, he's not um, – Maybe not 100% healthy. Um, you know, uh, uh, Drake London, you know, he gets a lot of attention, but, you know, you don't want to force him the ball. You get into trouble there. Uh, so, so you know, whatever it is uh, that's been working, these 14 games, you need to hit that button every single time uh, here over these last three games and quit trying to do stuff that they can't do. Um, and you got line issues with, uh, you know, a lot of the backups playing up, up front. So coach might be trying – it might be a coaching thing now where he's got to fit his game plan to what they can do and uh, be successful that way and quit trying to maybe do too much, uh, trying to play chess out there when you got a team that's a checkers team and, and just beat people up that way. So uh, that's the one uh, thing, the one uh, uh, remedy that I keep coming back to uh, with three games left. You know, quit trying to do stuff you can't do. You got the boy rolling out to his left. You know, with uh, you know, with the game on the line, it, it, that should have been a running play. I actually thought I was going to make the analogy that there were too many cooks in the kitchen earlier when we started talking to D-Led, but he sort of said that in a roundabout way. You know, people are throwing too much on the team that they may not need it. But anyway, D. Orlando Ledbetter joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. Well, while we scratch our heads about what quarterback is going to lead this team forward. We Let's talk about the quarterback that we lost on the defensive side of the ball and where he's most missed. Is it just from play to play uh, throughout the course of a game with Grady Jarrett not being there, or is it the pivotal moments maybe in the second half when adjustments have to be made and making sure guys are in their right places and doing the right things when that voice is gone? Is that what's being missed right now? No, I think that just the internal structure of the defense uh, with him and then David Ayumata being out, um, you know, they were doing a great job together. They were rotating them in. Uh, and then now you got to play backups. And then the top backup got hurt too, Contavious Street. So you're basically playing backup at, back, backups at tackle. And that kind of hurts the infrastructure of your defense over the four quarters. You know, they play good for periods, but can't hold up down the stretch. And some of that is that, you know, hey, when your offense goes seven straight possessions without scoring, like they did against the Bucks, uh, the defense gets tired, and they get worn down and can't play at the end. They're not out of position against the Bucks. The um, offer was right there with Chris Godwin. He just made a play. Uh, Richie Grant slipped a little bit on the touchdown, but he's been getting beat by tight ends all year, so they shouldn't have had him on the tight end. Uh, and then uh, last week, Against the uh, Bryce Young, and then you can't give up a 17-play, 90-yard drive, and you had yeah. chances to get off the field there. Uh, they hit uh, big pass plays, uh, 19, 18, and 20. You know you can't, you know you can't do that. 
Um, and, but they weren't out of position. They were there. You got to get the ball down and, and so forth. So they like people are running free down the field like we saw uh, late in the Dan Quinn administration. Uh, you know, they just got to get a little bit better, play a little bit harder, a little bit longer, uh, and get off the field if they, you know, the offense leaves them out there to dry again like they did uh, the last couple games. Watching, watching around the division today, we do see Tampa Bay playing Jacksonville, and um, we do see Trevor Lawrence, so I believe, is going to give it a shot at playing in this game. Um, you watch that game at all? I mean, you got to handle your own business. You can't sit around and watch scoreboards. But you, but but it is a game for fans, and I think to keep an eye on as far as the Falcons' uh, hopes, uh, even if they win this game, of climbing back into playoff status. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one for the uh, common opponents tiebreaker, which is tiebreaker number three. Uh, so the Falcons definitely need Trevor and Calvin Ridley to do them a big solid, uh, kind of like the Rams did by beating the Saints the other night. The bigger game is going to be next week when Tampa and the Saints play, and the Falcons are going to need the Saints to to uh, beat uh, Tampa Bay. So if Tampa Bay lose the next two, the Falcons have a pretty good shot of getting in. They wouldn't have to win uh, but one of the Colts and Bear games, and but then it'll come down to beat the Saints in the uh, end of the season. And, and under that scenario, they're 8-9 and nine and the division champs. Uh, but the best, easiest way for them is to go – straight nine and eight, but they could still lose to Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay uh, beats the Saints uh, and the Jags, then they're, you know, just going to be nine and eight. And then they're going to be in that mosh pit of everybody trying to get the sixth and seventh wild card spot. So they still got a lot to play for. That's the message he's got to get through to his team that they need to, um, they won't be dead. I don't think they can get eliminated this week, but they certainly can get eliminated next week. D-Led, let's get off the Falcons and get off of football right now and talk about you, your family, and you guys getting ready for tomorrow. How's the holiday season been for you, and are you ready? Do you guys do it tonight, or do you do it uh, tomorrow? On, on actually no, Christmas we're morning. doing it tomorrow. We're ready. Uh, I got ready on Friday and uh, yesterday when I put the final stuff in my little stocking stuffers. So we're all set to go. I don't know what the menu's looking like, but uh, we had our um, – Crab cocktail competition last night. I didn't win again, but uh, gave it a good shot. There you go. There you go. There you go. And, and that's oh, what matters. That's what matters this time of year. That's right. That's gave right. it a great shot. D-Lay, we appreciate you spending some time with us. And everything uh, in 2023. Yeah, man, all, all throughout the year. And all the best uh, to you and family. And your family. Yeah, man, and a very Merry Christmas. Let's see if we can get a win here today. All right, guys, and Merry Christmas to you, too, and thanks for having me on throughout the year and the season. Absolutely. Absolutely, D-Led. I'm going to reach out to you for something else, too, because remember, this man, this is a renaissance man. He's, a, he's an educator, and I need his educating expertise on something. So I will be reaching out to him shortly after the new year. So okay. look for my call, D-Led. Anyway, right. we're going to get on out of here top of the hour for the day, uh, waiting for a tailgate show, but some final thoughts on the games we got coming up. And just Christmas in general. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com, and take us with you in the Odyssey app. Go straight to the ghetto. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. You so, uh, Didn't want to step away. Uh. Gotta have, uh. 
I had to get it open there. I'm a lot of them. I talked Leave over there. We love to listen to the whole day. <laughs> James Brown song. We got to get moving. Sam and Craig, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. On this oh, Christmas Eve. How have we been doing so far this morning? Okay. Santa Claus. Yeah, man. All right. We learned some stuff. And, you know. Go straight to the Reindeer up there in Georgia. Would you, would you like to go to the Scandinavian area? And see some reindeer for real. Yeah, real reindeer. Real reindeer. You know? Do they talk like that? They don't talk. <laughs> Their handlers do. Well, I think it's cool we found out, well, for people who didn't know, that, that Santa Claus has been tra- being tracked by NORAD. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's something. I mean, literally, Chesley mentioned it, and then there was a story on it. Right, right, right. Hey, I got some sports news. What you got? That just came not too long ago. Oh. And you knew this was going to happen. The Wolverines of Michigan, which somebody's ear just went up in my house, Bing. offered $125 million to their coach over a 10-year span. Real. Wolverines have offered Jim Harbaugh $125 million over 10 years. But he must not. He must agree to not entertain any kind of NFL offer for the 2024 season. However, he would be free to do so after the next season is done. Or he could just sit back and collect $125 million over 10 years. By the way, that figure puts him $1.4 million over Nick Saban's contract. Whoa. Per year. So he'll make that much more. And you know that's why they did it. Yeah. You know that's why he did it, even though he got, like, zero competitive as far as national championships to him. But – that's the deal. So that just came across. It's not been signed yet. It's the offer. We Man. will we will see what happens. Uh, let's see here. Something I was going to mention. You know what today you know, happened on December 24th? A lot of stuff happened on December 24th. But one of the things that happened on December 24th, I'll give you the year. 2001. This happened. Okay. 2001. On December 24th. Time put out its person of the year. Do you know who that was? Rudy Giuliani. I'll move on. Okay. Uh, Disney's The Aristocrats was released. Remember that? On this day. You remember that? Remember that? A couple of people, Ava Gardner. Aliva. She was in the movie Scatman Crothers. But it is the name of one of the most historically dirty jokes in show business. So I so it's so weird. I'm not gonna obviously tell it, but it is. It's so it's as known as this movie, that particular joke in show business quarters and amongst comedians. Going back, I don't know how long, but it's a true story. Um, This is the greatest title anybody could have, and it was bestowed upon President, but then General, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Today was the day that FDR appointed him. Isn't this great? You are now the Supreme Commander of Allied Forces. I just think that's like, you in charge of everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You in charge of everybody who puts on a uniform. That is a great, I just think that's, that's brilliant. I have never been up there. Maybe you and Eric and know some folks have been up there, but it was on this day back in the 1800s. A guy named George Vanderbilt opened Biltmore Estates. Mm-hmm. You've been up there before? Been there, yeah. I ain't never been up there. I heard the place is beautiful. But, folks uh, were kind of small, though. Pardon? Folks were kind of small. It's supposed big, to be the uh, biggest uh, house, though. It's a big place, right. but I'm looking at some of the furniture and stuff. It's kind of small, folks, ain't they? Mm. The beds and some kind of uh, yeah, but but the, the rooms were, were mammoth. Okay. Yep. Uh, celebrating the birthday on this day today would have been 
Kit Carl, Kit Carson, frontiersman. You got to look this dude up. But he was out there with Wyatt Earp and all them dudes. And okay, all. okay. So he was out there. Howard Hughes would have been Howard Hughes's birthday. Howard Hughes was the first billionaire I had ever heard of in my life. He was the first person. Then it was like H. Ross Perot. Those were the first two like billionaires. Now you can't throw a stick without hitting a billionaire. You hear about them all. You got Kardashians who say they're billionaires, right? <laughs> so you got to be rich when you can build a big old airplane and fly it one time and park it and park it, right? That, that's that's that, that, that's a lot of that's a lot of, of money, right? Now there. here's one, and we played Ricky Martin earlier. A couple guys in college basketball, you know, Jay Wright and Jay Billis, both celebrating a birthday today from the movie industry. Lee Daniels, sixty-four, celebrating a birthday today. Right there, right up the street at uh, Dunwoody's, Dunwoody and Power Ninety Nines. Favorite son, Ryan Seacrest. Okay. 49 years old today. Yeah, time has passed, right? Yeah, man. That voice, and that, <laughs> that, that voice is everywhere. Um, but And it'll be on New Year's Eve, too. But these two guys were born on the same day. Both celebrating birthday number 83, but born on the same day. You ready for this? Dr. Anthony Fauci and Paul Tagliabue. On the same day. Wow. There you go. Wow. Insignificant information uh, on this Christmas Eve morning. I know a couple things you wanted to get off your chest before we get on out No, of here. just looking at some of the, the games coming up today and just remind people we got what, in NBA, the big NBA day is tomorrow, of course. Well, it was the big NBA day. It was. They're going up against the NFL. We don't have any NBA games here. We got all NFL action in case you can't get in front of a TV. Right, 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 right. Well, the schedule, of course, tomorrow, uh, are those games that everybody works, waits for on Christmas Day. Tomorrow, you got the Knicks. Why do you want to see the Knicks in, in Milwaukee? Mil- they want that audience. You know that. Milwaukee just squashed them the other night. Yeah, you want that New York but that, audience. That's going to be, gonna be the first game you get tomorrow for Christmas Day. Nice. Golden State and Denver. Uh, you got Boston and the Lakers. Of course, you got to have the Lakers. Right. Uh, Philadelphia against Miami and the nightcap Dallas uh, against Phoenix. Those are your Christmas Day NBA five games. All right. Well, let's go back to today, the 24th. You got Falcons, Indianapolis. We know about that. Well, Wade Ford coming up here just the top of the hour. We've got the pregame at 11, kick at 1. Tonight we've got Patriots at Denver, pregame 745, kick at 815. And then tomorrow we've got three games for you, Vegas, Kansas City first, pregame 1230, kick at 1, followed by Giants in Philadelphia, and then Baltimore at San Francisco. And back to NBA action on Tuesday night, Hawks at Chicago, pregame 730, tip at 8 o'clock. So there you go, Mr. Crenshaw. I'm just telling you, it has been – this this holiday season leading up to today, and then, of course, we want to remind you, next week Sam and I will be with you. Well, Sam will be with you with us from Wednesday to Friday. I'll be with you from Tuesday to Friday. Jason Longshore is going to be sitting in on Tuesday with me. But uh, this is the first time we've done this, man. Usually yeah, we just, no, we just getting yeah. out of town or doing whatever during that time. But they must like us, as Sally Field once said. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what it is? They must really, really like us. Are you like sure? Us. Ah, well, I ain't sure, but it must like us somehow. Or everybody else just said they're out of town, which happens. All right, let me give you just as – and then we've been talking sports all morning long, but I saw something that I found was very interesting because I thought this was the place. Now, we are the, the tail end, baby boomers – and then, mm-hmm. and then Generation X's and Eric's and Generation X, and I don't know what Noel is, but what's going on right now? People who are, who are running things for the most part, well, I want to say running things business-wise, but it's Gen, Gen Zers, right? Do you know they actually put a thing out, and it was from publishing uh, Forbes? Wow. 
All right. The cities that Gen Zers are flocking to. Okay. Did you know about this? List? No. The top 10 cities Gen Zers are flocking. They don't want to do what we did. They don't want to do what the parents, the suggestions that folks older than them. They are going to set their own path. According to this magazine, the uh, number one, this is according to data from Smart Asset, too, but this was printed in, in, I think it was Forbes. The number one city, I just mentioned the coach from that place. Gen Zers are going to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Really? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Why? That's number one. Why? I should have jumped to number 10 first to, to work it up to that place, so I'll do that. So you know what number one is. But number 10, Syracuse, New York. Who more college towns? It looks that way as I read through. Number nine, Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. Number eight, Gainesville, Florida. Number, let's see, that was eight. Where's seven at here? That means they're going to school, mm. and after they finish yes, school, they are. they're staying there. I don't know what happened to number seven on this list here. They jumped just, over. Instead of leaving, they're staying. Yeah, Tallahassee, Florida, number six. Yep. But guess where then, then guess where number five is? Exactly. What number five is? It's Athens, Georgia. Yeah. College Station, Texas. Boulder, Colorado at three. Provo, Utah at number two. Ann Arbor, Michigan at number one. I just find that kind of interesting. You know, I – you know, just the traditions that were in place and have been in place for, for decades, they don't want to, you know, embrace. I ain't mad at them. I'm just saying it's it's different. And you can either spit, cuss, call people names and, and, and turn around and get mad at it, or you can try and figure out why they're doing it or, and, and embrace it. I'm trying to figure out why y'all – I've been to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Why y'all going up there? <laughs> I mean, if you're not going to the I mean, school – I mean, well, yeah. Well, I know. think they're, they're already there and they're just staying. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess. I yes. guess. That's um, what it sounds like to me. It's just – It's college, in- college towns. There's there college towns that have evolved, too. You know, they're, they're uh, much more for a college student to say, well, hey, I can stay here and, and maybe have some things to do more than – in years past, man, you finished school. You wanted to get out of that place. Yeah, you just wanted to bolt as soon as you could. But you're not spending a lot of money in those places either, too. So, and and a lot of new ideas are coming out of college college campuses. So maybe that's their attraction to it. I don't know. Sam and Greg, uh, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. We're going to get out of here at the top of the hour. Before we do though, I, I have yeah. to ask you this question, man. Mm-hmm. What is? Do you have one that you can just pull up at the top? A memorable Christmas, regardless oh, of your gosh. age. Is there one that, you know, like I remember five years old getting my um, my first, um, like, game that I could play with. Which was um, that? It was it was called Avalanche. And it was like. What you going to say, electric football? No, I got that one. But I'm, the first one the, the, that le- I could The electric remember, football was, like, amazing. Which was just vibrating. It, it, was, like, <laughs> it just bumped and the, into each and, other. And the players never went where you wanted them to go, but you just set them up there and push the button and, and, and off they go. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Well, I just, I just, that was not my most memorable, but that was one of my first. But do you have one that's always wanted memorable? Rock, always wanted Rock'em Sock'em Robots, never got it. What are you talking about games? I'm not talking about games. I'm saying about memorable, like things happened that, that propelled you forward as far as Christmases or, or just stayed with you for whatever reason. Nothing like that? Uh, I mean, it's just Christmas, you be together with family. Like you talked yeah, about uncles earlier, we were talking. We we were talking about uncles. You you didn't have one of those Christmases where the uncles had well, too uncle much eggnog. Come by, but he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't take me anywhere on on Christmas Day. But I mean, being in the yeah. house, you know, the conversations got different from 
opening the presents in the morning to when the folks were sitting around the table late in the afternoon after the games when things, as you like to say, the brown liquor had started pouring and they thought all the kids were elsewhere in the house and conversations were being held and you, you kind of sneak around the corner and you hear, you, hear, you know. Uh, yeah, I was busy playing uh, with my stuff. Okay, yeah. I wasn't listening. You're supposed to stay out of grown folk conversation. And they, they didn't tell you that in Chicago? No, no, no. I, well, that's not mine. I'm just I'm trying to come up with something. So you didn't have any. Uh, you didn't have any, you know, memorable. I just remember what propelled me to not go home for a, a few years to see my mother um, after one Christmas. And I went home. It was shortly after I started working here. Okay. In Atlanta. I moved to Atlanta. I started working in radio and went home one Christmas. And, you know, my mother was, was, was by herself then. And, and I'd go out to, it was in Maywood. She lived right up by her church. And my nephew was there, too. Anyway, it was a Friday night this particular Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in her bedroom watching uh, Malcolm X. Okay. Right? The, and the movie. The movie. Yeah. And with my, my nephew, then, I don't know how old he was. He was really young. And my mother sort of schooling him. And I just remember thinking to myself, I'm sitting here in my mother's bedroom on a Friday night. I got a pocket full of money in the third biggest city in the country. I can't do this again next year. So I said, Mama, you mind if I don't come home next year? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be home. You know, I go home like three or four times a year. I'd be home Thanksgiving. But Christmas, can I do? And she goes, baby, you do what you want to do. And that's when I discovered the Goombay Festival. Are you ah. familiar with the Goombay mm-hmm. Festival? Oh, For yeah. those of you who are not, are you familiar with Eric, the Goombay Festival? The Goombay Festival is something that happens in Nassau. Now, a lot of people who travel to the islands got a problem with Nassau. Not me. I loved Nassau. It was my home for a little while, uh, while I was on the ship. But the Goombay Festival, much like Mardi Gras, is a festival that they, it celebrates something. I don't know what it is, but it starts at like 2 in the morning in Nassau. Because all the people that, most of the people that work in in Nassau work in the hospitality field. So they're working for us idiots who are down there vacationing. So they put their kids in bed, 7 o'clock at night, they finish work at midnight, go home and change, and come back out to Bay Street. And they walk up one down one side and down the other of Bay Street, two in the morning till it's daylight. Now the Goombay Festival is different than Junkanoo. Junkanoo is New Year's Eve. My point for telling you all this, you see, and you've seen Junkanoo in one of the James Bond movies. That's what I did. I did that for like three Christmas and New Year's in a row, and it was tremendous. A lot of single parents with their kids, you know, not having a lot of family stuff. I was just trying to get away from that little dude on the razor. Because I wasn't getting into Christmas, man. I didn't have no kids or nothing like that, so I enjoyed that. So that's my my memorable Christmas is back in the uh, the mid-90s. But uh, for the rest of you, thank you for letting us be a part of your Christmas Eve morning. We will be with you next week. Uh, Sam, before we get on out of here, you want to say something to somebody out there? I just you know, No, just, just everybody just, here. Everybody is wonderful. But thanks for letting us hang out with you this morning. If you're headed to Sunday services or whatever you're doing, getting together with loved ones, getting those last-minute uh, things. Careful out there. Careful yeah, out there. Don't just to get keep your attitude. Just like you know, put it in the glove department. People may make you mad today. Somebody may beat you out for that parking spot. Hey, you know. Just Ask that. yourself this question. Do you want to get in this person's life? Do you want them in your life? Because if you go and win the battle, you're going to lose the war. Next thing you know, you got to call the cops and this person's in your life. You yeah, don't want that. Don't want so just bite your tongue. There you go. Anyway, Eric, thank you for everything. You and your family. Be safe today. I see Noel over there. We got the Wait For Tailgate show coming up next for everybody. Sam and I will be with you next week. But in the meantime, happy Christmas Eve and a very, very, very Merry Christmas from Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 Game, 929Game.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay. 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.